Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 111 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. It's Mary. I'm coming at you sleep-deprived, but still so excited. Very sleep-deprived. She came in kind of zombie-esque this morning. <laughs> it's not just because of the pale, you know... Yeah, it's not just because I actually look dead. Yes, yeah. She, <laughs> one does not go to Waffle House at, like, whatever clock in the morning on a work night. <laughs> it's a school night, Mary. You have to it's get to bed night. early. You have to get to bed early, and you have to come on time to work. With an apple for my teacher. Exactly. That's exactly what you should be doing. Uh, and we have a guest host here who is not sleep-deprived. At least I have no idea if she's sleep-deprived. Are you sleep-deprived? Um, no more than usual, I'd say. I'm back again. I think this is my podcast now, right? <laughs> it is. It is officially your podcast. Pull back to the center here a little bit. I, I think You're good. You're good right there. Uh, for the people listening to the show, uh, I, I'm moving Hannah Claire into a new position so that when we go into three camera mode, she does not. Uh, I don't slide right out. Of the yeah, frame. like right out of the front. That's uh, that happens sometimes. Like a lot of times, I'm like looking at the thing and I'm like moving and like trying to adjust where my uh, where my shot is. But we're we're figuring it out. We've got names now for everybody too uh, in three camera shot. Brett specifically told me that my name was a problem because yeah. it was too long. I, it's I, not even that long. Uh, I mean, I have more letters than most of you do. I grant him that, but. That's a personal attack, sir. It, uh, I, I felt very mean after I said that. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to let everybody know if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts or wherever uh, you, you know, fantastic podcasts are sold, uh, I just want to let you guys know that starting next week on Monday, May 9th, we will be doing Pop Culture Crisis live on YouTube from now on. So you will still be able to get this podcast in this format, and we will be doing that every day, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. on YouTube, and we are very very, very excited. I mean, I wasn't really given a choice in the matter. 3 p.m. Eastern, right? 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is noon Pacific. So if you're in California and you just decide to like go out and get tacos at a food truck, you can put on the podcast and listen to it while you're, while you're eating lunch. So we got that coming up and we're going to be making announcements throughout, you know, I'm going to bring it up throughout the week. Uh, let everybody know that they will be able to start listening to us there. That way they can get the, the people who have been complaining about not being able to get the full episode on YouTube. will be able to get the full episode and listen to you're it gonna all. You're going to get it. All it's in, finally here. It is, it is We're finally so here. excited. Yes. Uh, so you'll be able to listen to it all at once. That's, a, that's how I listen to podcasts, too. I have a harder time when it's mm -hmm. broken up into segments. Even if you put them into playlists, it's harder to do that way. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We got to talk about Vin, Di <laughs> Vin Diesel and Justin Lin, who directed uh, five of the Fast and the Furious movies, finally breaking their, uh, their uh, relationship and no longer directing the f uh, Fast 10 movie, which I'm sure has Hannah Claire very excited, given as it's not just a sequel or a, a third, sequel? fourth. It's like a it's like a sequel times five or mm -hmm. times eight. 
which makes her very sad, I am sure. Uh, we also have um, Amber Heard news because, of course, there's Amber Heard news. Uh, and trust me, guys, I am one of those people who wants to not cover it, but the, the headlines are too good and the stories are too ridiculous that it would feel like a crime not to cover it. Like That's, you said, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It, it is absolutely too good. It I is. feel like you're like guilt covering this. Like you don't want to admit that you really do want to cover it. Uh, that that depends. Like uh, I just worry about oversaturation. Like there's some channels that cover stuff so much that they, you know, like a good professional. Yes, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, or does that make me like a whiny artist and I'm worried about the artistic side of it rather than the the professional side of it? I don't know. I is just... this show art? <laughs> I'm just looking at it from that perspective. I'm saying like... Uh, I think that you have come a long way since the days on which we were like, we should cover this. And you were like, absolutely not. I will not do this. Uh, and I think Mary and I have won out. I think culture has won out. You know, it's, it is a really a significant lawsuit. Defamation is a huge deal in this country. And so I'm, I'm glad that you've come around, whether or not you're really willing. Is your heart really in it, Brett? That is the question. That's irrelevant to me That's... as long as we can talk about it. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to do. Then we've got Kim Kardashian news because uh, the Met Gala happened and I'm co-hosting with two women, which means we have to talk about of the Met Gala. Of course we have to talk about fashion yes uh believe it or not i'm not high fashion because <laughs> i wear sweatpants to work literally every single day um have you seen kanye west he makes like 500 sweatpants you I cannot need... say that you are not high fashion and you're telling me that the t-shirt you're wearing right now is an easy brand no it is not i thought it was the gap easy collab what, what... <laughs> What is this? I, believe it or not, no, 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 it's not that. So we've got uh, Kim Kardashian being slammed. Uh, now you have to imagine slammed, slammed in big capital letters. Uh, <laughs> slammed for her very, very, what people are calling a dangerous diet that she went on so that she could fit into her Met Gala, uh, her Met Gala gown. Is it a gown or a dress? What's the difference? A between... gown. Okay, I don't know. Uh, like again, guy. Gown kind of know. implies that it's floor length and formal. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Well, the, I learned something new every day on this show. Uh, we got Podluck. We got a bunch of stuff. So if you ladies are ready to get right into it uh we'll get through the sequel news first to uh help hannah claire through this day which i'm sure is bugging just get her it to over no with end. just rip the band-aid are, are you ready hannah claire i suppose okay well with enthusiasm <laughs> like that let's just go ahead and get right into it yeah. justin lynn butted heads with vin diesel on fast and furious 10 i swear <laughs> you pick these topics to bait me like i was like brett i am anti-sequel the more we talk I know. about i didn't <laughs> even realize it until i came on the show and i do the show twice a week so they're pretty spread apart and i felt like every single time i came on there were new updates about sequels which i was like, curious, yeah. isn't it? It's Hollywood. How the show it's is curated on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's just, just to make you. me irritated. Interesting. Well, well I give bad video game news to Dane. I'm just a <laughs> sociopath. What can I say? It's 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 my job to pick topics that I know will frustrate you. I cannot work under these conditions. conditions. It's not. Uh, it's 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 untenable, as they say. So it's it is but learned that. Give me but, this one. 10, 10 Fast and Furious movies. Somebody tell me the plot of any Fast and Furious movie. Mary, it's all you. I, I, I well, as I said, all they do is they just drive fastly and furiously, and look, they're masterpieces. That's what it's about. There's no story, and that they doesn't need to have a story. They exactly. Well, let's, you're not asking for a story. That's what from I'm saying. It. Men just want to watch other dude like dudes being guys and guys watch being NASCAR. dudes. What's better? I don't than understand. This? Like um, there are other but ways it has to, to be like cinematic. Content. In the first movie, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a basic rundown. In the first movie, it's basically just uh, a cop undercover with a, a bunch of criminals who steal stuff off the back of trucks 
with the ha- with the help of uh, um, race cars, right? And then it just became more and more ridiculous with each movie. Then the mob gets involved, and then after that, uh, and they did literally go to space in the last one. So we have this is like actually what I hate about sequels. My hope is that he actually jumps a literal shark in a car. In this movie, I had to explain. Was it you? I had to explain to where that term came from oh, the other day. Oh, I, I think I heard where that ter- term came from, but I forget now. I had what to explain this. Uh, somebody, me and oh, Nick, didn't know where the term uh, "jump the shark" came from, which is, of course, the Fonz jumping a shark in Happy. No, no. I I can appreciate that. That's a re- cultural reference. I yes. Don't know. It's I so want old. Vin Diesel. I want Vin Diesel to jump over a shark. In a car, in the or new just one. drive you know over a shark, or he, he would be I best. I want them to stop making this movie. He would be better off just getting in shape, I think. First, but that's don't what... you respect that like guys can just be dudes and like yeah. you know drive cars. Look, I'm not fastly. saying have you ever that seen that meme? Where... Like I say, NASCAR, <laughs> Formula One racing. Like there are other ways to consume this content. True. There yeah, are but... other movies about men driving fast and like. I don't know, shooting people and stealing things. Like, why did we need 10 of these? What if you're just a Vin Diesel super fan? Yeah. What are you going to do? Give Vin Diesel Oh, wait, he doesn't have any. Well, that's one of the things they talk about in these articles is like, he's not really the marketable. Yeah, he just has like an overinflated ego and that's why he's just like, maybe because you guys let him make nine of these movies then brought him back Thinking that he was like the special secret formula. He thought he was the juggernaut of this. You guys inflated his ego and now you all have to live with the consequences. And I... Okay, so the point is, Justin Lin thought that the script for Fast 10 was solid. I'm sure that is a like a an ambiguous statement. Like, what does solid mean for the 10th movie? Uh, (laughs) But Universal Pictures and Vin Diesel are said to have thought otherwise. So amongst the problems surrounding the film, Universal said it would be sending a writer to London to polish dialogue for a few actors. This reminds me of, did did you guys ever see, uh, you would have you would have never seen it. uh, Men in Black International, which is a besmirchment amongst the men, the the men in black name. Oh, you mean a sequel? Yes. Did something bad? very bad for the original movie Chris, uh Chris, my entire thesis on this subject chris hemsworth and uh and tessa thompson and it's very 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 not good but the point is like the the dialogue was apparently so bad for the movie that like tessa thompson and chris hemsworth hired their own like script writers to like come in like i don't even know how that works like how do you hire someone independently to come in and like work on your dialogue like, contracted to fix yeah mistake but they how made. do they fix something if the studio doesn't let them right so it's like they can yeah. what, they hire them to petition that idea that's what this made me think of uh and it's it's got all these problems with it vin diesel has had his problems like that's why the rock is not involved with these movies anymore because him and uh vin diesel have an enormous ego Vin Diesel has d- done well, really well. <laughs> he's successful on Instagram. He's made a ton of movies. It's like leaving this overexposed series was good for his career. And C- crazy. He never left this. I mean, he came back in the fourth. He he wasn't in the second and the third one, but he came back in the fourth one. But Mary, you watched the video, right, of Justin Lin? And yeah, and- I, I wish we could just show it here, but it's painfully awkward. Vin Diesel is just like holding his phone up in this dude's face, like probably had no warning whatsoever. Yeah. And he's like, what's the vibe right now? Like, how are you feeling he's about like, it? Like, he's like, I'm a, he's like, fine. It's I think good. it's the beginning to uh, <laughs> where it was I like, going with this, a spectacular yeah. ending. Yeah. No, this, what struck me was like, he keeps like kind of looking at he's like, Diesel out of the side of his eye. Like, yeah, he's please, like, why, why are we are talking? You? Which me- proves that Diesel just couldn't read the room. He like, was like, is it going to be the best one yet? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, in my heart. Um, this guy said, <laughs> which means which it's is like definitely not. And here, here's an like, okay, so they're saying that him and Vin Diesel butt, butted heads. It says there was a quote. It says he left ten to twenty million dollars on the table 
to get away from this movie. Justin Lin, the director. Like he must be pretty insufferable if you're leaving that much money so in over the, it. Basically what they're saying is that like Vin Diesel showed up like out of shape and not on time to set, which is like a big deal. Because they're all over this production. That, uh, but Vin Diesel's the one who champions this movie more than anything. Cause Lazy, because he's an overweight ego because they've made nine of them. <laughs> uh, I, I really do think that they, they never needed to go past seven with the the send-off to Paul Walker. Seven? The seven, because Paul Walker passed away, and they did a very good... Uh, J- James. <laughs> You're like, not James one, Wa- not two, not three, not four, not five, if not six... Seven was seven? A, seven was good. Look, I get your sentimental reasoning, and I think it's good to honor people that you've worked with. But like, seven is too many, Brett. Nope. nope. Seven is too many. Do you love them that much? Look, and I just like love I'm tell cars you, this and explosions had no plot, that much. So probably I'll give you two, perfect. I don't maybe three, ten, seven, eight. All of it too much. No identity politics, blowing stuff up with cars and uh, dudes acting like I feel like need to watch Mythbusters I feel or like something. listening to you describe this is making my brain yeah. rot. It's like, not that's supposed to make useless. your brain grow. It's supposed to be a way you kill a couple of hours. So, Patreon you are joyless. Forget. You two are joyless and you so, don't get it. Patreon a different driving <laughs> movie or a different driving sport or something else. Like, why waste money on this overexposed, <laughs> overinflated series the worst part is it, it, they said that it's got a budget of 300 million dollars which means uh with Mark, feed the african with, children with, with that which please feed the formula one racers like <laughs> there are other people who drive cars anyone which do means anything else with uh with marketing that's a 450 million dollar almost a half a billion dollar price tag for a movie uh and that went to outer space in the last one uh and became so self-kidding your uh, outlook on life or gain any cultural enrichment are you serious but they oh yeah (laughs) like there's a line in the ninth one where the they they kind of like like i think we're superheroes basically like they're like why is it now we can be in the marvel universe basically (laughs) yeah just run it right into the ground go with me they I, already did that. It's dead. They're driving it further into its own but, grave. But they make more money. But they keep come out money. on the other side the in the MCU. They keep no, 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 no. Transformers like digging a hole all the way to China. Transformers. They should be the the cars. That, that yeah. would be super cool. <laughs> it, it, it should, Except they didn't, and they should have done it seven movies ago. So <laughs> yeah. we're kind of done here. So uh, it is. Also, funny. I will say that you open this by saying it didn't need a plot, and then it's it doesn't like, need a plot. Oh, but actually Transformers. And if they had connected it to the Transformers plot, it would have probably been better. And I would give it more credit. You guys are so joyless and, and empty. And it makes We're me just sad. girls. I and think we don't you have bad taste in movies cars if this is good for you. I, I don't care. I, I still get a, a I don't kick out of watching personal, them. You know? it, is, it is very personal. <laughs> but to be fair, you do this every time I'm on. I will walk. Come one day. on, Brett. We're, every time. Every time. I, the, but I actually feel like it's not you. It's really Hollywood. Like Hollywood well, is just like, let me. You know, it's like the equivalent of adding sugar to something, right? They just try and make it as like calorie light, but easily consumable as possible and produce it over and over and over and over and over again. And I just feel like we should have higher standards, especially when these are, this is a 400 and... $50 $50 million production. Yeah. Like, what a waste. Well, it says, it says I'm like se- getting more angry as we go. Because I've never seen anything like it. Lynn's giving up 10 to $20 million as a director, a veteran producer not involved with Fast and Furious, told the Daily News, according to the source, Diesel shows up late to set. Uh, he doesn't know his lines and he shows up out of shape. At the very least, you know, that's like the least you can ask of like it's all kind the. Of a Chad move, though. Just walk <laughs> on set and be like, I don't care. Beer gut I- hanging out. So you're like, not going to make it without script, him. Uh, 
I'm just kind of showing up and that's what you're getting from me. Like, it's kind of a Chad move there. All he has to do is say the word family like 500 times. <laughs> They're like funny. writing his like his lines on the windshield of the car so he can be like filmed while reading them. And they talk about, said, this report echoes comments that The Rock appeared to make about Vin Diesel when they had their problems years ago because The Rock is all about discipline and staying in shape. And oh, this it, sent me... <laughs> This report echoes comments The Rock appeared to make about Diesel a few years back when he quit the Fast franchise, saying that some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. The uh, the ones that don't are too chicken. Can I say that? I chicken shit to do anything <laughs> to uh, to do anything about it anyway. Candy asses. Uh, I had to inform. I remember that? I had I to inform Mary that she she didn't know that when The Rock was a professional wrestler, like around the year I she had was born, no idea. This that was a candy ass was a phrase that The Rock used to use regularly to insult people. What? Yes, and go, you didn't know either. He see? called. He I called have to people. Say, my lack of pro wrestling is pretty slim, or my knowledge of pro wrestling is pretty. He slim. used to call people candy asses. That was like a thing. That's he like did. his shtick. That's yes. how mad he is. He's pro wrestling mad. He's bringing back his pro wrestling gimmick. Uh, and I mean, this movie could be doomed anyways because it's having. No. Brie, it's bringing Brie Larson in, which could, uh, you know, people like me who get, who who let the movie who give the movie a pass because it's ridiculous and fun are like, but she's the opposite of fun. Uh, in the worst kind of ridiculous. It's not fun though. Like if it were fun, wouldn't like the lead star be like, "Yeah, I'm excited to work on this production." Not not know his. It's not enough to get in shape. That's Maybe all he's, he's saying. He's very excited. I mean, if you saw the video, yeah. he's like pumped up no, and ready to go. Like, but he just doesn't care enough. To he doesn't read look the like script. he's just like he looks like he's having a fun time torturing. <laughs> <laughs> what happened between them that he's just psychologically? They made ten this movies man. together, and that was too many. <laughs> they didn't make ten movies. They I made do... nine movies together, and that was too many. I do love how the guy who wrote the blo- uh, the the bro bible article just hates Vin Diesel. Right. He's like he's by the way Vin Diesel sucks. He's like the rocks the reason this franchise got back on track. Did anybody here see Bloodsport? No. Oh, that's because Vin Diesel yeah. started and everybody hated it. So- he said <laughs> this is the beginning of the tide change that will see the general cultural culture finally awakened to Diesel's <laughs> true nature, which is basically that he just sucks. I just have to say to the, this author, like, I do not think about Vin Diesel that much. So that's No like one stretch, thinks about Vin Diesel that but much. But I'm glad you're feeling vindicated. Yes. This is a winning moment for you, and I, 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 I'm supportive, you know? So, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm, kind of mad at the both of you for, for not understanding the brilliance that is the Fast and the Furious. The brilliance of cars you, and explosions? Yes. I mean, yes. Are you serious that you this is exactly the reaction you knew you were going to get. Yes, I knew I was I going to. I can watch it in your eyes as I'm like getting animated <laughs> and Brett's like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> I love these movies. Look, I don't care. I, I don't go to see Fast and the Furious movies. To I don't see, go to see it either. Uh, to no see one Fantas- does. That's actually a lot of people go because it makes a lot of money. Sadly false. Yes. Yeah. See, <laughs> I object. Uh, fact check. I just think we should have higher standards for our entertainment. I agree. I disagree. Uh, I I <laughs> Uh, okay. I, I think that there is a ru- there is room in the culture for movies that are dumb and make no sense as sure. long as they don't. I'll give you four. Ten? Too many. <laughs> yeah. Ten, Brett. Ten of them. Ten of them. It's not like they came There's out. There's not even like a universe. <laughs> they just made the same movie ten times but weirder and worse. No, it is a universe. Because it has but Hobbs like, and Shaw. There's no like a, spin-offs. A spin-off. Yes, Hobbs and Shaw. I don't Shaw. believe you. And there's 10 of them. The there's Rock and Jason Statham has their own that has literal superheroes <laughs> in it. Uh, where where you Idris are Elba making pl- this worse. <laughs> like, this is getting worse. Let's. We should move on. Have you well, seen all nine? Uh, I've seen, I believe I've seen them all, yeah. How what? many times? No, not. Uh, the first one, a lot of times. The, the rest of them, just a couple of times. 
So nothing is as good as the first one. A couple times. The the first one's very. It's actually like a. I'll legi- buy the first one was good. The first one's a legitimately good movie. They never the, want to rip off and destroy a bad one, right? The the it, it gets progressively more ridiculous to the point where it, the the joke is that, that it doesn't make any like actual sense. Like the the idea of gravity and uh, and physics don't actually apply <laughs> in these movies. So as long as you go in knowing that, you're all right. But. Look, I'm just too serious of a creature for this. Yes, you are. I'm against this. Yes, well, I don't want... Go watch The Handmaid's Tale or something. I don't know. I'm not going to... No. That's a poor adaptation of a book, which I also don't like. I don't like anything. It's not fair. Nothing can please you. Yeah. I just... I I crave more creativity in our cultural's, you know, content. Okay, then I want you to pitch me a movie right now that you think would be better. I'll and do don't say off, just anything. I'll say, do it off air. I'm not going to give away my secrets oh, on yeah, screen. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Million dollar right. idea. Do you think she's got it? You think she's, she's got, got it? She's got it right up in that noggin. All right. Well, we'll see. All right. Uh, speaking of things that drive, see, if we if if sequels drive you a little bit crazy, then covering Amber Heard is driving me just a, a little bit nuts. So it's really I'm loving every second. Uh, <laughs> so so Amber Heard expected to file motion to toss Johnny Depp fifty million dollar case uh, required, but the move is expected to fail. Okay. Look, before we talk about anything substantive, uh, I just need to make notes. She needs to stop putting her hair up in those weird milkmaid braids. I think it's supposed to make her look more like pr- polished but innocent. She looks anything but innocent. <laughs> looks very odd. And, you and think then he, he, needs, he to... needs to stop wearing sunglasses in court. What are you doing, bro? He should make the like uh, like sunglasses at night, but sunglasses this is in court. Optics one hundred and one look trustworthy and reliable while you're in court. They're like we don't know what that looks like. We've been in a weird industry for too long. You're supposed to wear blue. You're supposed to wear blue. And also, he's, we he's were expecting that. Amber to wear purple, but she just wore black. So, so. Dane, we're sorry. Dane. Uh, she's not. She's just not that into you. Yeah, my purple. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell? It's a secret code. It's showing that, that not only is she watching, but she's into Dane and wants to hire him as her new PR. There's man. still days left. This could still happen. Oh yeah, like she hasn't even testified. I yet. heard that she fired her PR team. So Dane, this might really be a moment for you. Believe yeah. it or not, that's where that came from. We yes. talked about it yesterday. Yeah, I was yep. like, I know the perfect guy. So it says. Uh, so they basically they're saying that she's He's going to go. Amber Heard Summer. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's right up there with no, White Boy like Summer. He's like the mental health angle. <laughs> yeah, he got really into it yesterday and gave us animated Dane. Dane is fantastic. So it says under the statutes of the Old Dominion, lawyers for the defense and civil cases essentially are required, as one legal source told us, to enter a motion to strike once the plaintiffs has wrapped their case. So basically, they finished with their side of the testimony. Okay. And they're and like, this kind of standard operating procedure in Virginia. Yes. The, it would be like, I guess that what they're saying is like, if her team didn't try it, they would, they would be like in dereliction of, uh, it's just yeah. I, I, could not figure out what she would be like objecting to, right? I still don't know how he wins. I still don't know how you quanta like uh, with the limited knowledge I have of uh, of uh, libel and what's going on. I don't see a financial way in which in like there's no paper trail other than you know they said like what he the, might have lost twenty two point five million on pirates, but yeah, there's no paper trail. How would trail they for that. approximate that when Disney never officially They're, approached him I would for argue the role? That- you All could, of these studios do analysis of what they think movies will make. That's how they set their budget. So there is probably some projected incomes, projected earnings. They wouldn't make a movie without it, right? Yeah. You can't negotiate a contract with an actor without being like, this is how much we'll pay you and this is how much you would make 
based off of Mm -hmm. you know how well the movie does right didn't keanu reeves like give some of his like potential earnings to like hair and makeup artists on some of the movies uh the the people who worked on stunts and yeah and so in that sense like i do actually think that there is a way to calculate this just like if brett defamed me and i lost my job i could say i was supposed to make i might have to do that year. given how much you don't like the fast and the furious movies that might end up coming up to do it. this is like the one thing that's making me excited to go live which is like <laughs> having the audience be like hannah claire is totally right i will accept that hey. some of you will disagree but you know i think in this case the overwhelming majority of people believe me when i say sequels are overdone in hollywood and we should expect more well when we go live they will tell you that we're sick of movies that are stuffed full of political messaging and agenda so even if i get i also agree with that i even if i have to get 10 of the same franchise uh if it means i get away from that for one movie once a year from the same five characters every year for 10 years I will take it. I, I will take it if I know what I'm getting. That's adding a detail to my argument that did not exist. They don't have to be conditional. But um, I am fascinated by this trial. It is crazy to me how long it's going to last. Because we're six on week like four. six weeks. It's, we're on week four She's right now. testifying tomorrow. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial lasted, what, two this is the trial of our generation. This, it, 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 Bigger if, than OJ. If OJ no. was, if if OJ was, uh, was a statement on uh, uh, domestic violence and fame, uh, and in all these things in the '90s, then this is a trial. Then this is the trial on similar issues here in 2022. And it's interesting that like it would be a defamation case about um, an article that was published in on in a in an major outlet and also in some ways although they're not talking about it the experience social media had and how they reacted to it like Mm -hmm. this is a case about our relationship with media and how it is manipulated to uh hold some people up and push others down and i think that is so fascinating do you think that uh if this trial doesn't work out in johnny depp's favor could he move on and sue the washington post i don't see why he no, wouldn't i feel like it would be harder to to, to... The thing about the washington post is that like so with defamation you have to prove that there was an intention to damage a reputation they it's, maybe yeah not, it's they... easier to prove that on amber heard's part than washington well post. and the washington post is protected by the first amendment they are allowed yeah. to like and they're owned by Jeff Bezos. Then, okay, and, sure. and again, I don't. I'm not a lawyer. It'd be cool to get Ricada Law on here, but like, mm-hmm. doesn't her like trying to like t- hold tell him to hold off on publishing the articles that she said she'd hold off if he gave him the if she gave him the yeah. if he gave her the penthouses and the Range Rover and I'll hold off on publishing that article? Doesn't that kind of show that she's aware of what it's going to do to his yeah. character if she yeah. does it? I think that's why they bring it up, and also like she is thinking monetarily about how. Yes. money this money will affect her about it wasn't about speaking earnings. out or, her, or no. having a voice um i would say that like it would be amazing and interesting if he sued the washington post but the washington post has some protections like there are protections for press like yep. they're allowed to publish these things uh and it is very difficult in this country if you look at the number of times the new york, the new york times has been sued for defamation and been all the cases have been rejected or have they have been found um you know that they were not guilty of defamation it is really interesting so 
it's easier even as a public figure to prove it against another public figure. Right. I would argue. So before we go, I should say, uh, so it says that Depp's agent testified on Monday that he was to receive $22.5 million to star in Pirates of the Caribbean 6, but Disney decided to go in a different direction after Amber Heard published an op-ed reviving her domestic abuse allegations. But then if you go down here, it says after the op-ed, it was impossible to get him a studio film. Uh, Depp is, and then it says, uh, Depp's attorneys are seek to prove that it was the op-ed that damaged Depp's employment prospects and not Heard's prior abuse allegations in 2016, which concluded with a with a divorce settlement. He uh, Wiggum testified on Monday that he started working with Depp in October of 2016, and Depp worked steadily in 2017. Which so that's after those allegations. Uh, he earned eight million dollars for City of Lies, ten million dollars for Murder uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and thirteen point five million dollars for Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. There was already mild backlash from the internet about him being allowed to be in the fan- in the in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, uh, I remember that, and I remember it being. I think it was one of the examples of them like cutting down his screen time, if I'm remembering yes. this correctly. Um, so it says, and then in 2018, he made one million dollars only for Waiting for the Barbarians, uh, in an independent film, and was set to receive three three million for Minimata after an, another independent film that shot in early 2019. But it's so, interesting he had to pivot to independent films. It doesn't seem like because he wanted to, but because that was who was offering him. Yeah. Contracts. He's kind of like the example of a, he's a weird enough uh, art, artistic style actor that he gets to do, he, you know, and he has enough money and capital that he can wait for big budget artistic films rather than having to go the independent route. Yeah, I'm not saying he's against doing independent films, but I'm just saying like it seems like it sort of became his only option is what that timeline implies. But the other thing, the funny thing about it is the way culture has gone, there's an argument to be made that it, without, in the absence of a contract from Disney, that uh, we, we were already well into the all-female reboots of everything phases in Hollywood, and that Disney could have easily, because that's what they're doing, they're doing Margot Robbie in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, God help it's us true, all. they could say, we moved in a different direction for... Different reasons. Infinite well, d- why, different reasons. Like, but the timing is interesting. Like, they may have always been considering. It's interesting, moving but to it's female. not irrefutable. I'm saying, with in the absence of a contract that was broken, I don't know how di- they prove that Disney couldn't yeah. have just decided that. Uh, I guess through internal memos, whether that's uh, whether that would. And come we don't out. know how far. Like, maybe they didn't have a contract, but they had been emailing. They were like, yeah. "We're going to do this." Um, mm-hmm. She countersued Depp for a hundred million dollars. Yes, I would like to know, and I, I really should just look into it. How she came up with that number um because his does seem like it's based on like i would have earned this much from this movie yeah. he lost brand deals because of this like i think that some of it is all connected you i i would yeah. buy that he his legal team is accurately calculating that right, right. and he's probably spent a ton but of i money feel like she didn't fees. put any thought into i feel it. like she, she was like, was like you said 50 i'm gonna say 100. yeah so they talk about q scores which are, are used in marketing to quantify a performer's fame and popularity uh they noted that depth's q score had dropped since herds first made her allegations in may of 2016 in february he had a q uh, february of 2016 excuse me he had a positive q score of 35 and a negative q score of 11 in august 2018 the score was 31 positive and 16 negative they like him less and they like him less and dislike him more uh that i kind of get that stuff mixed up with like when they talk about like your (laughs) approval versus your disapproval rating you kind of think of them in like a binary sense and that's not really what they are uh it says in february 2019 two months after the op-ed depth score was 29 positive 15 negative so it's not even i mean it's different it's not a linear yeah, like uh, you would, I would have thought it would have gone Change. lower than that. But I think I, that's because it was so confusing. Yes. Uh, so, and I think even then, people were sort of like, "She's handling this in a weird way." Because I remember that video of him like 
supposedly throwing a wine bottle. She had like hidden her phone and like yeah. recorded it and it like leaked and everyone was like, oh, that's very violent. And then later the full video emerged, but it wasn't like a year later. It was like weeks or months later. Mm -hmm. And it was clear that like she had done it on purpose. She had like been antagonizing him and like trying to get that. She's shot. good at that. She's and I, well, but it was so quick during this time period that I think like there were signs that some of the stuff going on between them was not being represented to the public accurately amber heard punched and spit on johnny depp bodyguard claims by the way this is not um starling jenkins it's not starling jenkins what a fantastic name it's, a, it's a great name so it says uh a pun it says the f word is my favorite word and it was being thrown around to a point where i was uncomfortable my guess is that there was words far worse than that being said that made the guy uncomfortable people who love the f word don't care how many times you say the f word See, I but guess. i think she, that that's she the point was just throwing that around as like seasoning yeah. for the real insult a, yeah a punch a can of red bull and amber heard saliva were among the things hurled at Johnny Depp in one fight according to his bodyguard are we supposed to now here's my question for this do we take this as like now that it's testified in court meaning that under a penalty of perjury this is swearing to tell the whole truth nothing but the truth whatever uh do we take this as fact now I'm this is I know this is a I stupid mean, question I don't see what motivation this bodyguard would have to not report exactly you kind of saw. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he and still her. works. You're, I don't know if he still works for Depp. So there's loyalty there. I'm but literally like, just, he could be charged with perjury if they're, they're able to. Prove he has it wrong. a lot yeah. more to lose. So like there from is lying yeah. about he, yeah. it, and there's no like function of lying. Like it's the same way that if I told you like you know I drove my car to work today and I saw a deer, like that's as far as we know a fact, right? It's mm -hmm. not the same kind of. It may not have the same weight as like data or contracts, but like there's no reason to doubt it if we believe that he is honoring. The, uh, being sworn in. So they say, what uh, What kind of names did Heard call Depp and says, effing deadbeat dad, effing washed up, effing... <laughs> that The C word that the British people love that we don't say here. Uh, uh, good trail off there. Thank you. Um, uh, I think it's interesting because Johnny Depp's daughter has like been very openly supportive of him. She was a high school, uh, uh, like teenager when they were married. Mm -hmm. And like she has had a very, as have his, you know, ex-girlfriends and ex-partners and things like that. Like, these insults are so barbed in this really poisonous way yeah. that it's like McGivern claimed that he that he it's, saw her. It's also things that she is inflicting on him, like isolating him from his kids, his kids, and then then turning around and being like, "You're daddy. taking his career opportunities away from him by calling him washed up." Yep. So it says uh, it's a when he came back they came back to the apartment they were having a fight he called his bodyguard and his nurse and says McGivern claimed he saw Heard throw a can of Red Bull at Depp which hit him in the back he stepped between them because I didn't want my client getting hit with anything else uh, indeed he said managed to deflect a purse a bag that Heard threw at her husband so she's throwing multiple items of varying weights I mean a full can of Red Bull could hurt you mm -hmm. if you got hit in the head a purse with, could they have like hooks was and it metal full I thought yeah. I was thinking of an empty I, one I, I'm just saying that I don't know <laughs> right. throw a full one. I don't think velocity it says a can of red bull it doesn't quantify whether it's full or not would be interesting to know if it was like checked into evidence like the, yes uh, the couple were shouting a lot of verbal vitriol at each other and depp was giving as good as he got which means that i'm sure he was saying some pretty vile mm -hmm. things in return so he does not get off the hook yeah and i this. do think we should say you know i am pretty fascinated with this but we did i don't think anyone in this room believes that either party is completely no. blameless they, i've tried to make that point as, on a regular yeah, basis as their marriage counselor said like they're mutually toxic it's I, just and that, if like, you conclude that it's only one person's fault yeah you, like, you oversimplify yeah exactly yeah. what but i found and also he it, later on in this incident 
itself like he went and into all of her stuff and started like throwing all of her stuff clothes like, out all yeah. her clothes they, and everything. he said he turned like the third floor into a closet for her like yeah, yeah. and it's just like well you kind of enabled that didn't you but he like started throwing it down the stairs i and, have like I have found that like a lot of people because it's very easy to want to do this when they cover this it, it, they've made it very, people they've made these people very clear villains and good guys mm -hmm. and i'm weary of calling either yeah. of them in, in a case like this when we're going to talk about fka twigs later yeah. uh, and said so anytime you get into this type of stuff i i'm i am hesitant to want to yeah. label anyone as totally good or totally bad right her behavior but, is reprehensible right and the charge isn't who was good at being in this relationship yes, and who was a better partner exactly. the charge is defamation which yep. she to me it seems clearly did yep. uh we don't need to actually it's almost and it's not completely but it, he they're not being charged with being a terrible couple right this is almost irrelevant be, well it's, it's, it's not relevant only because she's bringing up blatant lies about this exact incident saying that also he was like a, dragging her by her hair and beating her it takes a lot of like it takes a certain type of personality to write an op-ed about how you were abused when you or have also, someone else pen your op-ed yeah yeah when when you clearly engaged in the exact same behavior there's yeah. there's a lot there's well, a lot and there. like there's a weird dark confidence there that being like i can i can hit him first and harder and it, it won't and come in back front to of me. people yeah because because there is a there is a, a discrepancy there between men and women that exists because of the power you know the uh, men are stronger men have uh oh i don't mean physically i mean by like leveraging this op-ed to get what she wanted like she was basically claim like it's like putting herself and being like i don't think you could prove anything against me and i think the, pu the public likes me so much that i will not lose opportunities and like I think well, she's getting bad wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So it says that Depp threw down probably every rack of clothing and shoes, and even threw a rack, uh, and even threw one rack down the stairs. So he threw them off but the balcony. Not at her. Not right? at her. No, it's no. just. Uh, so, so then it says, hearing the commotion, he heard. Uh, he said, heard returned, and that's when McGivern uh, walked to Depp and told him he needed to leave immediately. At this, and then it says, quote, at this point, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a fist. Uh, I saw a fist and an arm come across my right shoulder and I heard and saw a closed fist contact Mr. Depp in the left side of his face. Uh, he claimed this was Miss Heard's fist, Amber Heard's fist. The initial look on his face kind of mirrored mine, kind of a look of shock, McGivern recalled. What just happened? Where did that come from? I decided I wasn't going to let Mr. Depp get hit anymore, he said. I told him we were leaving and it wasn't up to him anymore just for his safety. I let him get hit by a Red Bull can. I let him get punched. My job is to ensure the safety and well-being of my clients and I felt that I hadn't done that, so it was my time to do my job and get him out of there. McGivern admitted to the court that Depp was not pleased with me naturally uh which drew a laugh from the from depp in court which i'm sure was as charismatic a laugh as anyone <laughs> in the history of laughter has ever laughed well, before i can't imagine being the security guard like who's like like when you get hired to be a celebrity security guard you're thinking like crowds and paparazzi yeah. and like it turns Stalkers, out that like when whatever. you're in their home right like if they're being assaulted by a spouse like aren't you supposed to intervene and like that right? must be but then it's like weird. are you kind of hired to protect them both if they're you know, I would argue you no know, in public as a as a unit or that's that's very interesting. I think that's yeah, more like he, if your kid is like if you're the president's kid and your friend comes over, the Secret Service isn't going to mm -hmm. be like, 
hey, get out of here, <laughs> other kid, if there's something dangerous. No. But like he's on Johnny Depp's payroll, his specific, and like he could have been mm -hmm. a Johnny Depp for years before Amber Heard, right? Like it's clear his connection is to the actor, not to Amber Heard. So it says Heard's lawyer said that Depp, so this is upon cross-examination of the same same witness. Heard's lawyer said Depp had tried to grab Heard's hair and hit her with the hard cast on his hand and that Heard only punched Depp because he had first pushed her sister. McGiv uh, McGivern said that none of that happened. Ooh. Also testifying on Monday uh, was Depp's talent manager, Jack Wiggum, who that's where they talk about what happened with the studio film role. So all that's in there. It's a very, very um, contentious case, to say the least. Well, and I would like a recording of how many times the defense has been like, this happened, right? Ready to like get that like yeah. moment. And, they're, and like, no. they're like, no. Or the makeup company is like, we didn't even make that product. Like, can you imagine being her attorney right now and like turning around and being like, I can't even trust what you're saying? Because that's the impression a lot of these reports yep. have given me. Like Amber Heard is lying to her own defense. But do you think just between them, they've crafted something? It's like a combination, like, right? They've crafted a narrative together. That's what I'm saying. I'm, or is it I'm sort of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge? I know that this didn't happen. Like, but here's what we're saying. This like this I, happened. This happened. I this wish happened. we could get a defense attorney here to discuss this because I don't. Mm. Really is that know lawful? Like I don't even. Know I don't how know that what works. The, the total strategy is, but I do know that like. It sounds like this. I mean, maybe this is like their strategy to try and get someone on the stand to admit something. But normally, when the person's under oath, they're not supposed to lie, right? So she's like, "Didn't that happen?" And the guy goes, "No." It would be a weird question to be like, "Oh, I thought I could trick him into lying," you know? So that makes me think the defense attorney thinks these situations really occurred, as told by Amber Heard. Mm -hmm. You know how lucky we are that we don't have to uh, apologize for covering this and, and pointing out the insanity of all of uh, of these two uh, people, these two individuals' behavior. Drew Barrymore apparently like laughed at like how ridiculous this oh, all the is. Humanity. And, be and because she laughed, she was forced she wasn't to apologize. Even laughing at like their misfortune or their suffering or or domestic violence, she literally just said, uh, "This is private." information that is, is being made public and it's kind of crazy why would she have to apologize for that because that's well, the world we her live in apologizing then. again it's just like if you're apologizing i don't really care anymore. this is her like, quote she says it's like one layer of crazy it's a seven layer dip of insane it's like one layer of crazy it's a seven layer dip of insanity barrymore said while discussing the show with guest anthony anderson on friday i know that these are two people's real lives and i know that it's like I know what it's like to have your life put out in public. I understand all the feelings, but are but they are actually offering up this information that nobody has to know. It's this is crazy, like that. That was like yeah. the most reasonable thing in the history of reasonable things. Why would you like, have to whoa, apologize? This situation for that? is pretty outlandish, wrong guys. She says yeah. it has come to my attention that I have offended people with making light of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and for that, I just want to deeply apologize and appreciate everyone who spoke out because this can be a Oh God, a teachable moment for me. She says, "Growing uh, and learning." He's, she's, so what she's saying is, I'm bending the knee because a bunch of uh, yeah, Joe Schmo thirty twos on Twitter. Again, I don't sympathize with you if you apologize. Yes, she, there. She had nothing to apologize for. No, I think this. Word, and we said at the beginning when this, when we knew this trial was coming, that like, I, I said that I felt like Johnny Depp must really want to clear his name and. That seems reasonable to me yep. because why else would you as a celebrity, as a public figure, be like, fine, I'm going to tell you everything about my marriage. Like there was an obvious it was obvious this was going to be very exposing to them. And I feel like you would only do it if you really felt like it was the only way forward. And like he has 
been really hurt by this. He's lost a lot of money. Um, I don't think Drew Barrymore's statements are unreasonable because she makes this comment like it's this is not something you want to do the statement was reasonable the apology was unreasonable and unnecessary in my opinion yeah so uh thank goodness thank goodness that's not us and we don't have to apologize for that yeah we don't care (laughs) if you're offended (laughs) uh, so okay kim kardashian kim kardashian and slammed slammed against the ground uh kim kardashian slammed for losing 16 pounds in three weeks for the met gala i had to work a met gala topic in here some uh at some point because uh because fashion because girls girlies are here it would be weird to not acknowledge it it is a huge no i would have been totally okay with not acknowledging this this is an interesting story the rest of it is a costume show with a bunch of weirdos for your credibility as a host of a pop culture show i feel like it would have been a weird choice to be like we're just gonna pretend that's not happening uh if i wanted to go yeah, watch like it, it is a big deal i think like fashion is important because it's art elitist and... costume show that's all it is that's what tom ford said about it he's the uh, <laughs> i mean co- i feel like elitism is like it has its place and anywhere it, like if if it belongs anywhere it is the fashion world the tom okay ford... that's a fa- that's a that's a fair enough statement that okay. yeah. tom ford is the co-chairman of the met gala and he had said at one point this was an event of chic people wearing really chic clothing and basically dressed and on it down. theme well and he dressed it down for becoming like a weird costume party thank god and all that big news that came out yesterday came out later otherwise oh all of the gosh, designers would have been i was like they would have been in code red because all of their political messaging would be about like oops we Hillary did gun Clinton violence oops. was at the Met Gala yes. while that news broke. Political yeah. published at 8.32. Sorry, we won't get off topic. So it says Kim Kardashian is facing backlash for revealing she lost 16 pounds in three weeks in order to fit into Marilyn Monroe's happy birthday. Mr. I'm not going to do it in the voice. Uh, Please okay. don't. No. I don't want to hear that at uh, all. My second Mary's request. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. President dress for the Met Gala. The reality TV star, age 41, truly stole the show at the 2022 Met Gala where she walked the red carpet in a literal piece of history so this is this i is, have to say met gala fashion this year was real bad so that's not easy to steal the sh- it is the pretty theme easy to steal sucked the it was gilded glamour whatever the hell that means the only one that's that not as bad as others but so sorry continue brett <laughs> so it says the iconic gown was famously worn by monroe in 1962 the same year she died when she serenaded the then president uh, created from uh, from a sketch by Bob Mackey for costume designer. Uh, I don't know. Is that just uh, Jean Louise? Jean Louise. It's not a very chic sounding name. Uh, so I, I, I didn't know if I was getting that <laughs> wow, one wrong. Elitist W. Yes, I know. <laughs> the, the the nude colored crystal embellished dress was worn at the uh, was won at auction in 2016 by the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, who loaned it to Kardashian for the Met Gala. So cool. I am sure that the insurance on that was insane. Oh yeah. Can you have, like, they, they had it in a like temperature controlled vaults yeah also they cannot alter it because then you are destroying like a piece of history they have Marilyn hence the reason she had to go Mm -hmm. on the diet because she couldn't fit into the dress I found uh I don't know if this is like historically accurate but um Marilyn Monroe's measurements were 35 22 35 her waist was 22 inches I don't I mean, I'm not I've saying heard that's inaccurate, but is it? I mean, I don't know, because if if it was 22, there's no way that Kim would fit into that dress. Unless you but like wear a lot of corsets. She, she and, like, wore it. Um, she probably had a. a yeah, I mean, she's probably yes. wearing shapewear, which she also wore probably it Marilyn under 
Yeah, yeah. She I, she wore it for like maybe 10 seconds, I bet. Like, because she walked up the stairs. And then changed into a and replica. And then they changed her into a dress that just looks like it. Yeah. By the way, just remember, these are the people that you're looking for life advice. It is pretty absurd, These are the people it? that you're that you're raising, that, that, that you're kind of comparing yourself to and thinking of as like thought leaders in society because of their Twitter pages whoa, whoa, who whoa. get to walk upstairs and change into a replica dress because reasons. Look, I actually... I was really interested in fashion growing up and fashion is is more than just celebrities wearing fancy gowns like the way our culture designs clothing what that says about who we are and our morals is you can chart it in the way that mm -hmm. our clothes have changed and the trends have changed so i i think it's a cool moment to see this iconic dress be used again i understand i why don't I like it though i do not like the met gala and the institution uh i like the I, I don't museum. like what this says about uh, who a sex symbol is in our culture, like because. But it's when you think of Marilyn before, Monroe, she embodies into this, like. Before we get into this, I want to explain what she did to lose the weight. Well, hold on. I just want to say that, like, I totally agree with you, and I think that's why talking about fashion is important. Like yeah. seeing the way and who was wearing what, like, gives us a way to talk about the development of culture. Mm -hmm. I am not saying that I'm like, oh yeah, a huge Kardashian fan or anything and like that. that. Would, and that's yeah. relevant here because I want to talk about what she did to lose the <laughs> she weight. She said it was this or nothing. Brett's like, get on I would message. wear a sauna suit twice a day, run on the treadmill, completely cut out all sugar and all carbs, and just eat the cleanest veggies is, and protein. I didn't starve myself, but I was so strict. Is this like any different than UFC fighters training to make a weight class? No. Uh, I mean, I, I am I, I wrong? Or or people I mean, who like or like the the fitness like bikini pros, uh, men and women who right. do like uh, physique compositions and stuff like that. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, in, in a lot it's of ways, it's kind of a more frivolous thing. Yeah. Um. So it says, well, magazine, well, magazines in the '90s and uh, promoted weight loss and diets constantly. In recent years, such discourse is frowned upon and the body positivity movement has paved the way for greater acceptance of different body types making some fine uh, making some find kardashians revelation dated and unhealthy uh but i would argue that was also happening with marilyn monroe she was a heavier size than a lot of women in in fashion at that time okay i mean she wasn't heavier set she was just not a supermodel size Supermodels back notable. then were like way smaller than her, but that's mm -hmm. just because supermodels aren't normally curvy. Outside of the sauna suit, everything that she listed here seemed like a, a reasonable thing to try and do. Three weeks is a very tight time frame to try and do that, sure. But I love the idea that we're in a culture of just give up and don't even try. Like, also, what's all these the idea that that weight loss was only promoted in magazines in the '90s? Yeah, I still see that every, every time I look at a magazine. Yeah. Almost every ad that I get on Instagram is something either it's it's for like Flex Pro meals like, or stuff like that. People still want to lose weight. We're just lying to ourselves well, about yes. it now. Yes. And I just think it's weird to be like, how could she do this? Like, who cares? She didn't like become unhealthy. She didn't like starve herself. It sounds like no. Like, literally, if you restrict yourself from eating pizza and donuts your every day body positivity to your heart's content yeah then you you are just uh toxic so here's some of that says uh kim said she's been avoiding carbs and as soon as the night is over she's ordering pizza <laughs> eek restricting yourself for dramatic weight loss to basically binge afterwards isn't healthier or worth it we are all enough as we are okay i am sick of the we We're are all enough. Uh, i'm sick uh, okay you should be much. you should be okay with who you are, but you should not want to stagnate and just yeah, be don't that. Be complacent. You should look 
to to be better in whatever way you choose or deem healthy for yourself. I I do believe that there's a lot of cultural stagnation that comes from just accepting us as we are and not changing. Right. There are a million things about myself that I don't like that I'm working slowly but surely over time to better and improve. And whether it's how I look at things, a lot of times things we cover on here, which I might have my own bias against. I would say that Hannah Claire's hatred of sequels clearly a purely you did this to yourself. Stop purely a deficiency on your part but it's something you can work on <laughs> I, i'm just kidding i would not what i'm saying is that uh, people have this desire to like uh whether it was because we told everyone that they're perfect just the way they are when they were young uh and we live in a country that's so safe that you don't have to worry about uh your body or your health because uh, all your needs are met all the time but i i just like this is one of those things that weirdly gets me really well, riled here, up here's the ironic thing the people who promote body positivity usually are people who are deeply dedicated to like self-improvement fitness yeah. and being a certain size and looking a certain way it's just a cover to kind of actually just keep everyone else from trying to improve themselves to and, them. and, and beat them at the competition but i think that like to a certain extent this um cultural like no no love yourself the way it is has a lot to do with our like fear of failure like if kim hadn't lost the weight for this dress like she would have just worn the replica that mo moment would have been gone if she has the time and resources and money to do it safely yep. why not let her do it who cares i think wanting to improve yourself is good and honorable and i think saying that like by taking you know a strict diet for a while like is somehow bad or somehow a comment on like what other people should or shouldn't be doing is crazy. Northwest and my daughter are just days apart in age and I'm struggling to nothing to do with your kid. And I'm struggling and I'm struggling North? to comfortable how Kim K can be at all comfortable sharing her rapid weight loss over the last three weeks. It's irresponsible, she says. Uh, I'm going to say it and no one can change my mind. Kim Kardashian for deciding she needed to wear a historical dress and then publicizing her extremely unhealthy weight loss to achieve that. The Kardashians are already responsible for so many unhealthy beauty standards. Remember, anything that takes any amount of work now is considered an unrealistic beauty standard. It's like... This is the least unrealistic thing Kim has done to her yeah. body, actually. Yeah. Like, when she is, like, going under the knife and looks like a weird alien and looks like well, and she sexless pays to have beige her face looking like an Instagram filter all the time. And, like, like photoshops aggressively, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, we kind of just sit back and, and double tap that. But, like, this is a problem? I think like her going on a treadmill and eating vegetables, that's a that problem. I was, uh, like, really. They called it extreme dieting. I'm like, she ate vegetables. Not her injecting fat into her butt. The, so, the like, sauna the sauna suit well, was the only- That's self-love. She does that because she just loves her figure <laughs> that way. Yes. Sauna suit, I don't know what a sauna suit is, but I can guess that it's, it's I'm guessing that's the sweat weight out. Yeah. Uh, like, that's the only thing I don't thing know that, if that's how that works. But... I mean, it's the same, I stand by, it's the same thing UFC fighters do. They cut water weight so that they'll yes. make whatever the weight sure, class is. Yeah. And then- they drink a bunch of water and put it back on before the fight. Like, yep. I, I just don't understand why we care if she's going to do it for an event. Like, I, I think this is crazy. I also think Kim Kardashian doing this, like, probably, you know, is something her body could handle. She is working out with a trainer all the time. Like, she, she, her career is her looks and her body. So if anyone thought this was going to be dangerous, I bet they would have told her. Yep. I also think that, like, her doing this doesn't mean that someone else with a different body type 
is compelled to do this. You know what I mean? Like this is this weird standard where because one woman does it, that means that all women have to do it. No. Well, it's like she's making us. Now, yeah. I also have to lose 16 pounds for the Met Gala. Well, if you're threatened by some kind of self-improvement somebody else is doing, that's on you. That, you know, something like when I always draw it back to superheroes. This is where the, the first time that I really started noticing these types of arguments was unrealistic uh, body standards for women characters in, in, in superhero comics where it's like, where are her organs? But they're drawn a certain way to accentuate. It's a, drawing. it's a drawing to accentuate certain features. And then you look at the dudes and they've got like 12 packs on top of six packs on top of eight packs and muscles that aren't even physically possible to get. And you know what dudes say? They're like, <laughs> wish I could look like that. That'd be freaking awesome. Like no, nobody actually gets envious of Superman. They aspire to be mm -hmm. like Superman. Whereas when women see women who look that way, in my opinion, and don't don't tase me, bro. It feels like envy is the more natural response. Yeah, I think it is. I think there is a jealousy to it. Look, you can't control how tall you end up, right? You maybe can't control some of, like, the color of your eyes. You could maybe wear colored contacts. You can't control what, what, hair, what hair color a, you have naturally. I became a five foot five guy with two different color eyes. So, yes, I understand the unfairness of... But, uh, like, you, I think the goal is to work within the things that you're you have that go well like when yeah. you're dressing yourself like i don't wear things that don't look good on my body type i wear stuff that's flattering to my body type because that's the one i'm in charge of if kim kardashian wants to lose 16 pounds to fit into a dress that they must have known was close to her measurements because they cannot alter it then it's probably not that bad just leave it alone yep so and and then you also pointed out that you said uh, marilyn monroe's measurements were was she really a size 12 to size size 16 have sizes changed the sizes have changed yeah. dramatically Can, so like a size, size 12 now is different today was a size eight then <laughs> size eight was the smallest size you could get is back this, then is this true of guys yeah, it's it probably, so every yeah. the whole size is probably yeah. less dramatically because okay. the other part is like men's clothing often is like like when you buy your pants, it mm. says the waist measurement and the inseam, right? Yeah. But women mm. get size zero. They're just kind of random two, size numbers. sixteen. Like it doesn't make yeah. any sense. The and women's it could change sizing by back store. then was eight to eighteen. Okay. And I believe that said that she was like a twelve, which would be a today's like two or four so she was on the lower side like yeah even when you like read 12 to 16 you're like damn like, she was thick. I didn't, or i've always heard she know? was like a modern six to eight but like again like it's sort of irrelevant someone looked at that dress and said i think this can fit kim kardashian but my be problem close. with it has nothing to do with like weight or beauty standards or anything like that i just think kim is not like worthy to take like to lay claim to this uh like who, yeah. Okay, then who, then who would be like sex symbol status? Well, nobody, because everyone's trash nowadays. Ow. We don't have anybody who embodies femininity yeah, in an I, authentic I way. I affirm she this. Looks, I actually feel like, like like this beige weird alien lady. See, I think Blake Lively could have done it. I love the way Bla oh, Blake Lively you know style. She's really True. like. I don't know. Glamorous. I'm so out like, of. I'm so. I so have no opinion well, on this topic. Maybe Blake Lively was but there. Blake Lively, she's, she yeah. wouldn't. She wouldn't have the body type for it because she's more like lithe and tall. But she's had a bunch of kids. But, she's pretty curvy right now. I mean, like, that's thing about women's bodies. They change over time. I don't know if it would have fit her. And that's why I said someone... She's, she she doesn't have the coldness that Kim has. Like, yeah. Well, and I stand by. Ripley's isn't going to alter that dress. So no. anyone They switched her, her into, a, into a replica when she got yeah. to the top of the stairs yeah. because let the meat cake. This decision was based <laughs> on the fact that Kim is close enough and could pull this off. Mm -hmm. Whether or not she should be the one doing it, I totally agree with you. But, like... That tells us that, like, the 16 pounds is not a big deal for her body, you know? Yeah. Also, I want to point out that 
It's not men criticizing her doing this. Mm-hmm. It's almost exclusively All women. Because that's the way it is. Women yes. are the ones who attack each other. And also, it sounds like this is not her lifestyle weight. She cut weight for, for one this- thing. And then she's like, I'm going to order a pizza and this isn't forever. And we're like, how could she do that? Yep. Like, the problem is everything else. The Photoshop, the surgery. Yeah. But that and the cool. lying about having but that surgery cool in Photoshop. Because she's a bad lady boss who loves self-love. And I don't know what else we say about her. Like, I just think this is, we're really missing the point. I think boss lady is becoming... we're shrinking and forgetting very quickly. There's so much shrinking and forgetting and not in a positive way. Uh, well, yeah, because shrinking, if you shrink your body type, uh, you're going to be in trouble with ladies on Twitter. They're going to be very mad at you. How dare you? So don't do that. All right, Podluck, still nothing. Unless you're done. Rebel Wilson and you uh, lose a bunch of weight. And nope. then it's fine. Sorry, I had No, they got mad at her too. They got mad at her. They got, they got mad, mad at Adele. At, uh, you can't win. Mm-hmm. You can't win. Uh, that, those are the two that come to mind to me instantly are Rebel Wilson and Adele. I know Both there are others. Who look fantastic now and look like they're much happier with themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, your your joints don't hurt as much when you walk. And if she's healthy, let her be. Like, And I think there is a range based on your genetics, like what is healthy for your body. But like, let people aspire to be healthy like yep. she doesn't i don't know this is crazy yep i, I i'll just never understand that personality type of like not just li- living and let you know just live and let live let the person do what they want to do and and, and be, be done this with was it temporary you know what i mean like she, girl, she, a girl just said she's gonna get some donuts it'd be different if like kim announced i got a rib removed so that so I, I could fit more fit stuff marilyn monroe's forever. dress like all she did was go on the treadmill. Maybe y'all should try it sometime. <laughs> what? She just buys everyone in the world a sauna suit. Also, I'm just gonna say it like women's weight fluctuates around their period. Like you can be five. I think I've heard even as much as ten pounds heavier. Kim's so rich that she like, asked them to move the Met Gala so it's not around the time of her period. But like that's a significant. <laughs> I bet they would do it. <laughs> then like then if we look at that sixteen pounds, like if she you know, lost five pounds of like hormonal water weight and then another ten, like ten pounds isn't crazy. Eat like easy. I just think this is like. I don't know. It's the culture we live in. All right. Podluck with still no theme song. So does anybody want to sing a song for Podluck? No? Podluck. Podluck. We're doing Podluck. All right. There it is. (laughs) We officially have our theme song. Okay. So FKA Twig's sexual battery case against ex Shia LaBeouf gets trial date. I forgot that this happened. Uh, I remember when there's been a long year. Yes. I was like, so there's more there. There's more trials uh, and stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And this one's uh, I mean, Shia LaBeouf is, is kind of a controversial dude when you really think about him as being people like don't like him he's wild he's he's uh he's an interesting person so he has erratic behavior well and yes. she was in his movie honey boy which is um uh, a film based on his life that he wrote during rehab and yeah. i think that's how they met which oh. is uh as we talked about the other day with her uh with um who is in, uh, Amanda Bynes uh meeting someone in recovery is always a a, a roll well, of the dice and dangerous she wasn't are you saying like someone who is experiencing recovery? Because I don't think they were like in rehab together. Even if she's not in rehab, dating while you're okay, yeah. in that first year of getting clean is very dangerous mm-hmm. uh, because your personality type is going to fluctuate heavily. Mm-hmm. You're going to have your ups are going to be much higher and your lows are going to be much lower as you're getting, you know, as your body's reacclimating to not being on chemicals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it is not a time where like if the goal of a relationship is that uh, you come together and, you know, you each help form a solid base that is your relationship that person 
does not at that time have the ability to provide the stability that you would need in a relationship to really feel like you're both doing your part to make it work. Mm -hmm. So uh, that automatically puts him uh, in uh, a position of being more likely to act out. Twigs is kind of a red flag, though. She she has a bad dating history. Who, el who else? She was with Alex Skarsgård. That's who she she's with now, right? Is she currently with him? Yeah, they're, they're like uh, in a movie together coming out soon. Hmm. I could be getting that wrong. I don't know. And then she was also with Maddie Healy of the 1975. And he then she was also engaged to Robert Pattinson for a while. Oh, I remember that. She has like a pretty bad history. So it says, doesn't sound like any of them are like chaotic. No, I mean, it's of, just like, you know, unhealthy. Bad breakup after bad like really well, bad like breakup. Taylor Swift, like how many times do you break up with somebody before you start wondering whether you're the problem maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm passing. I don't know. So it says the gaslighting has gone on long enough here and it's time to hold Shia LaBeouf accountable. Twigs lawyer Brian Friedman uh, told the told the website, my client wants a trial date. The cellophane singer, age 34, sued LaBeouf, 35, for sexual battery, assault, and infliction of emotional distress in December of 2020. That's like peak covid kind of like everybody's going gone it's been like uh well it wasn't peak COVID, well she but. sued him in 2020 but we don't know when the incidents occurred yeah. so it's it's uh i'd like to be able to raise awareness on the tactics that abusers use to control to control you and take away your agency twig uh twigs told the new york times i'd like to point out at the very least that she didn't make this a men woman issue she said abusers so it's not like she said that men do this exclusively which i can you appreciate gotta love when they introduce an actor or an actress as the insert title actor uh, like, I, uh, it's so dystopian to see accuse the transformers actor of choking her threatening look, to crash the car when we just, they were both i in asked it. i'm gonna defend writers here like, it's, it's to give so some context weird. to what they're doing i, I know, also don't want to repeat their I've name a million too. times it's just like in the context of like accused him of choking her like that's yeah, that is weird. that is a little I, odd. I picture here they're like man everybody hates those transformers movies let's use that one as the, the transformers one wouldn't you expect actor. this from a transformer actor yeah it's like anybody who works with michael bay is clearly <laughs> suspect which is another thing that i love that everybody else hates with michael bay movies okay so like i said uh, uh twigs accused the transformers actor of choking her threatening to crash the car that they were both in uh knowingly giving her a sexually transmitted disease but labeouf has uh uh, denied her claims. It is LaBeouf, right? I'm not pronouncing LaBeouf, it. LaBeouf, yes. La okay, so first of all, I want to point out that in California, they just recently made it like not a felony yeah. to give somebody an ST I was uh, to give somebody about HIV. That. If that's the only uh, grounds to call it a, a sexual battery case. So that's what I'm saying. Like that, I was that, wondering, like, that is that even a crime? I don't know. So, and also the, the part about like, Crashing their like I can totally I have friends who have been in very tumultuous relationships where this is something I could absolutely have heard uh, one person say to another person that they're in a relationship with that they're going to do something freaking crazy like that. Uh, obviously, you hope to God uh, it that, that it doesn't happen. But, you know, when people are angry and when tempers run high, especially when you're in a volatile relationship, if you're with somebody that you're uh, really passionate about. And I would say someone who doesn't act rationally on their own. Yeah. Like and, you know, if, if it's somebody who already has has a tendency to be volatile uh, and the, the person you're with uh, doesn't quell that in you and instead when the relationship... Or you can't quell it in yourself. Yes. Like well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you should not be in a relationship if you cannot quell that uh, that yourself. Mm -hmm. But the problem is is that if you go into a relationship and expect that 
person to be your uh i guess your anchor or your um your stability you're setting yourself up for failure and then a lot of times you're setting the relationship up for very bad uh very bad things happening because you're not centered enough to be able to take care of yourself let alone be there for somebody else who may uh at certain times need you to be there for them as well which is part of what being a relationship is all about mm -hmm. so it says uh he had told the times in an email now this is where you thought this was really interesting because he basically admits yeah it looks like a confession but it's not i mean it's almost it? <laughs> sure i'm not in any position to tell anyone how my behavior made them feel i have no excuses for my alcoholism and aggression only rationalizations i have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years i have a history of hurting the people closest to me i'm ashamed of that history and i'm sorry to those i hurt there's nothing else I can really say. There's actually a lot else that you could say because he needs to respond to the claims that were made against him. This is very vague. Like, like, what, what <laughs> yeah, you it's about, very like, carefully yeah. stepping stepping around the real issue. Well, it, it, like, it feels like somebody who's in recovery and is trying to make sense of their past actions. But it's uh, like if you're if if these things happened and he's lying about them, then yeah. he's not. I mean, this is such a growing and learning shallow thing if he is lying. And I also he, feel like maybe you just didn't need to comment on it publicly. Like, just go to court. Deal with there. It says, and yeah. in a separate, well, I, I mean, that's the problem, though. Johnny Depp has proven that the court of public opinion is powerful when it comes to this type of thing. Maybe I feel more like, so. I hate to say it, but this is, like, not the only thing. Like, uh, he, I don't know if he's married to her right now, but, like, he's had this really rocky relationship with Mia Goth, and they mm. have a kid together. And like, I saw that. You yes. know, there are photos of them, like, screaming at each other on the street which like i know can happen in relationships but like he is a troubled person addressing this one situation i do not think is going to save his reputation it says in a separate email and in a separate email to the newspaper he stated that quote many of these allegations are not true but owed the woman the opportunity to air their statements publicly and accept accountability for those things that i have done so what he seems like kind of arrogant to be like oh, well i i do want to give her the chance to talk i'm, well, I'm that gracious i mean if if his hope is that like you know you can air your grievances and I want to be able to prove which ones are accurate and which ones aren't yeah. that would be an extremely level-headed thing to say for somebody who's clearly having a hard time being level-headed mm -hmm. as of late so it says LaBeouf who has a long history of arrests and trouble with the law has also said that he was not cured of his PTSD and alcoholism but I am committed to doing what I need to do to recover and I will forever be sorry to the people that I may have harmed along the way he said like I said that all comes across to me as very much somebody who's uh, at the very least trying to make sense of their past behavior if they're in some type of uh, recovery program. Twigs has said that she plans on donating a portion of the winnings she receives to domestic violence causes. Well, make sure that the, whoever that is gets the receipts because we all know what happens when Amber Heard gets tells you that she's going to donate her settlement from her divorce to... Uh, ACL, ACLU is like, not again. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, how about for us here, Twigs? I, I, I'm sorry, is her last name actually Twigs? Or no, I, this is, is this a stage name. Her name. Her parents are Elon Musk, and he was like, F. K A. That's <laughs> when I went, when I went through with away from keyboard, <laughs> but gosh. mixed around. When I went through with Shia, uh, with Shy, is it Shy or Shia? Shia, Shia. I, I would say Shy. Didn't Shia. you watch Holes? <laughs> uh, so what I went through with Shia was one of the worst things I've ever been through in the whole of my life. She said, "I don't think people would ever think that it would happen to me, but I think that's the thing. It can happen to anybody." Again, I'd like to point out that she's not. I, I mean, I can assume that she maybe thinks that this is like a male female issue, but she's not saying that men are doing this she's saying that people 
do this, that people have the capacity to act awful to one another. And I always appreciate when they don't make it a gendered or, you know, when they don't try to make it more and more uh, interconnected to race and gender. So I can appreciate the, the more general statement here. I think that's more balanced. Uh, Twigs and LaBeouf dated for a, less, uh, a little less than a year after meeting on set of Honey Boy in 2018. She was previously engaged to Robert Pattinson, splitting in 2017. So she does have a long history of relationships, but that does not make her, uh, that does not mean she did something yeah, wrong really here. That's, it's not really relevant, so we should be careful with stuff like that. But we'll see where this goes. And then was there something in the uh, the Pitchfork article that you thought was specific that was not in the other one that we oh, just read? Oh, um... I think it might have been just that she mentioned at some point that she also has PTSD. Yes. Um, uh, so they both have it. They're, they're both his maybe for other reasons. He's yeah. done. He's done podcasts and interviews where he talks about how my, effed up the entertainment. My takeaway is. is just like if you're a child star, you're going to have yeah. like major attachment issues. Yep. Yep, very bad. He's he's worked uh fairly consistently up until 2020. Like it's you know being movies more than films. You know, like one a year is a very consistent thing for somebody in his position to do. Uh, he's got something in pre-production right now. I'm so excited for this Padre Pio film. What is it? Making um, it's a it's a film about a Catholic saint. Okay. So nice. he's got that coming out. It's, it looks like that's in post-production already. Um, and I don't recognize any of that. Wow, that looks like a foreign film. Abel Ferreira. Uh, so I don't know, but that's that's very cool that he's got that coming out. But we'll see where that goes. I can't speak on guilt or innocence in this case. I just think it's very mm -hmm. interesting that the so many of these cases seem to be coming up. Uh, we talked about Kim Kardashian and Black China, or the the Kardashians won their suit with um black china who plans to like There's so much like domestic violence in the yeah. news right now in that in the, yeah exactly that case involved domestic violence as well uh, given black china and rob kardashian so it's like one of the things that i think is interesting is like a lot of times when they when they kind of lecture people on twitter or whatever it is and they're like sending this out to the general public i think they forget that they're they have their own biases that are based on the world they live in that may not be the world that the ever average everyday person lives in which is why i don't think that you should look at look to celebrities for advice or for any type of like um indication how to live your life because mm -hmm. the life that they live for better or worse whether it's the things they do well or the things like this that are more prevalent in their community they're not people to idolize or admire uh, and you should not let them telling you how to live your life or lecture you uh, have any bearing on how you choose to live because clearly you know everybody is their own person and everybody has to make their own choices dysfunction but, knows no bounds exactly so we'll see where that goes. Uh, speaking of religion, you mentioned that movie. It said Chad Michael Murray says he has passed on roles due to his religion. I want to know what roles, because Mary, you'll have to help me on this. Uh, is there something that he would have to like based like if, if he's a practicing Catholic, right? Is he? Uh, or is I'm, he just like Christian? I think he. I, it, he I don't Christian I think here. it says Christian. So if he is a practicing Christian, uh, is there something he would have to turn down? Well, there was another actor that I, we were talking about. I forget who it was who was saying that he turned down uh, doing scenes that were like just like I think it was either sex scenes or Neil McDonough said he wouldn't uh, kiss uh, yeah, a woman. Yeah, I think Kirk Cameron kind of famously did this too. They would like bring yeah. in his wife for any kiss. They go the Mike. They go the Mike Pence route. I mean, the kissing scenes thing is a little ridiculous because at the end of the it's your job. It, you you are an actor, yeah. so you should act to some degree. But like with the sex scenes thing, I do think 
that would be inherently opposed to Christian values. Like, and especially just because I don't think it serves narrative storytelling to just mm -hmm. show graphic sex. Yeah. It's not really a plot point or anything. I wonder serving too, the plot. Like if you're um, a devout Christian and you have to play a character who like, you know, if you're female and she has to go through an abortion, like, would you feel conflicted on that? Uh, yeah. Things like that. Especially I, if it's actually important to the story and it's not, it's not making it as some type of pro-abortion. It's real. Yeah. Like, and it, I'm sure it depends on how, what the story's like, right? Yeah. So he, he says here, he says, I stick to things that I believe in. He told Fox News, uh, I, I think it's so funny that we live in a world right now. And like, just the fact that he did like a Fox News interview, I assume <laughs> that he's going to be labeled. It says, uh, let's just say a piece of material when it, uh, were to come across my desk. Let's just say that a piece of material were to come across my desk, which has happened plenty of times over the last 22 years. I'm working I, hard, he says. That I don't necessarily feel uh, is what I believe uh, or what I'm selling then that's not for me uh the cinderella story actor so much like uh shia labeouf is the transformers now they're trying actor. to make him seem like well, a little i feel like he has a really actor see, i think it's like he hasn't really worked <laughs> a ton so when he's like in 22 years which i have gotten a lot of offers do not be mistaken he like, has worked consistently has he he's got it from, i'm not trying to dig on him i just actually a, don't no, know but he he does like a lot of the christmas movies now he's like a hallmark oh, movie gosh. person uh, he, See, that's lame. He's uh, he, uh, but I think, But the reason I asked this question is because the first thing that came to my mind when he when he made this was that he played Ted Bundy. I was like, is that okay? Like, like is that is Ted yeah, Bundy? Yeah. And what I what I said when you brought that up was like, well, they're obviously not glorifying yeah. a serial killer. They are by though. telling his Holly, story. Hollywood is automatically they make a point in this in one of these articles that said they're they're mad that they hired another hot Ted Bundy. Uh, it's just Ted like, Bundy was famously attractive. Women were really into him. But people that is yeah that's that's part of portraying like him you can't that not you have do to that. show he was it's, charming. It's just funny because they're they're talking about that was part of the danger of Ted Bundy. I I know, but I'm just saying they they're talking they they people were like getting angry. They're like stop but casting still, Zac Efron and projecting the intentions onto he... the people making the film. He yes. did this interview Again. with Fox, right? Yes. I am curious that he is announcing this like oh because i'm a christian i've been turning stuff down when we have kind of a rise of a lot of more christian or conservative movies and uh content producers you know i i think it's interesting it is a strategic interview if we're gonna if we're gonna go for my pr conspiracy theorist brain so he says, if I, if you don't fully love and embrace the character that you are inhabiting, it will show on screen. I always want to give the, uh, give the people that I am working with and the people who are going to watch the movie the most of me, he said. I don't feel like you need to love a character to play a character. Like, does he love Ted Bundy? Having Bu played Ted, Ted Bundy, Bundy does, he knows Is he that. like, I love Ted Bundy. Like, I <laughs> understand Ted Bundy, um, uh, get into the mind of Ted Bundy, but I don't, I don't think, think he, he loves the person, but maybe he's saying, like, you have to feel committed to the role. Because if you can't really do it apathetically and be yes, successful. That, I believe, yeah, you cannot take a role on without wanting to give your full 100% without it showing on screen that you're clearly, your heart's not in the performance. <laughs> Especially if you're somebody who's done a role where that has come out, and then it's very noticeable and, when they're kind of half-assing it and to that end like if he felt conflicted about a role or a scene or whatever like he it's probably better to turn down the role because he wouldn't be successful at it and like it probably hurts a lot of people if you have this you know 
poor performing actor. So he's got he's been, he's worked very consistently. He's he had the Ted Bundy movie, uh, yeah, Angels Fall, Angel Falls on Christmas. Like you can just imagine what that's like. I'm sure it's very. Uh, me and Hannah Claire have gone on uh, making fun of or, or joking about Hallmark movies. An institution to not be rivaled. To not yes leave. He was on Riverdale. Uh, he was on. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Road to yes, like there's a lot of Christmas movies he on here. Very famously on Gilmore Girls, everyone he, should know that. He yes, I, that was one of the reasons. He's I, just I, like I, as a Christian, I stand by Riverdale. Yes, uh, a lot <laughs> of music videos. Alicia Keys music video, Brandy music video, good for him. But I uh, think that Dawson's Creek, Gilmore Girls, and of course One Tree Hill, which I am not ashamed to say that I loved it one time. <laughs> I think that it's notable <laughs> that his career did not. Um, you know, it feels like his early success was really One Tree Hill. And after that, it stayed pretty minimal, which like that is just part of being an actor in Hollywood. I'm not going to. One, know. It looks like he's got multiple things a year every year. Is there, is there not, anything more that you can ask for other than major, a, a, major, a major role? Right. And he's such a he was such a household name yes. that I am like a little bit surprised. But at the same time, um, I, I just I'm curious about the timing of this interview. I feel like he is uh, who just released that movie. Father Stu. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. So he's like he's like trying to like let Mark Wahlberg know he'd be open to being. Yeah, man, I'm hire me. Like, if you want to make movies that align with your values as a Christian, you gotta go where the money is, and it's yeah. and. <laughs> like the production value of Hallmark movies is just not up there. It's amazing. Mel Gibson, <laughs> and uh, Mark Wahlberg, give me a call. It's like a like, whole thing to itself. You expect uh, something from a Hallmark movie and it gives it to you. Yeah. Just like, just like a Transformers movie. And Transformers or a and Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Yes, I admit me, that. Let me say, like, Thank you. if, okay, if the <laughs> cultural narrative is that you can't be a, you have to be a trans actor to play a trans character, right? Mm -hmm. Does that mean if, we started saying, well, you can't have that person play a Christian. You have to put a real Christian there. Like, are we like on that level I, of weird I mean, I'm stuff? sure that they would say that about like other religions. Like if you want to play a Muslim, you have to be a Muslim. Like, like, but why though? Does that apply? I don't know if I stand by any of this, but like just as a thought experiment, like can he start being like, well, I'm a real Christian. If you're going to cast a Christian in a movie about a Christian. Should probably be me. Well, that would it's be just a like, bad I idea. I want to put the least amount of effort into pretending to be this person as possible. See that that always rings this weird and un and unrealistic to the yeah. job to me. Like yeah. that's that's the weirdest part. Okay, vampires, vampires. You always, Brett. You know, every time what the cherry on top of Podluck is in this weird. I love dirt cake <laughs> i love i love picking the weirdest thing to be what we end the show on real life vampire organization urge caution after megan fox and machine gun kelly blood drinking rituals go public it's brett's world and we're all just living in it this is true also if you're taking life advice from megan fox and machine gun kelly not even the real life vampire club can help you this, like, but the sad thing is after like reading or like hearing uh megan fox talking about these blood rituals you know that there are a bunch of people who are like, we should try that. Yeah. Like, who? We're just, we're and just I just want to say, baby idiot. If yeah. some girl says that and the guy's like, can you look like Megan Fox? Will you do it? No, yeah. well, then I don't want to hear <laughs> well, about it. No, I think it's like crazy people who are trying to prove how passionately in love they are and they're like, <sighs> that's well, the way to do it. It's cringy, like acting like high schoolers for yeah, them. It's and then super weird. And the high schoolers are hot topic to so. for teens again. <laughs> For Megan Fox only. So I feel lame. like I sh I'm obligated to point out that like they're talking about drinking each other's blood when we have a literal blood blood shortage in the country. Like the American <laughs> Red Cross is like 
really yeah, Megan. Be encouraging them to donate like, blood, not drink. Teenagers each out there, don't drink it. Just it's super fun. Grab your boyfriend, grab your girlfriend, go donate blood together, and that's even cooler than what Megan. I Why do like, you have a blood shortage? How do you know that? Um, I covered it for the site, and largely because of COVID, people stopped going to donate, and you have to mm. keep blood supply okay. high. So that, and also winter storms, uh, delayed being able to ship blood, and you can't just like you know, mm-hmm. like it expires, has to be stored properly. So we are facing a blood crisis and it's been going on for, I want to say, you know, minimum six months at this point. Um, so I actually do think people, if you're up for it, <clears throat> should donate blood and maybe Megan Fox should uh, so lead the way on that one. Yeah. Partners should, should be- partner with the American Red Cross. Partners should be tested for diseases prior to drinking each other's blood. Says Balthazar Ashantazan. Oh, thanks, Might dude. be the coolest <laughs> name ever next that, to whatever the name was we talked about yesterday. Sterling Jenkins Starling is way better. Balthazar, uh, Balthazar Ashantazan might be the coolest name ever. The co-founder of the New Orleans Vampire Association. Uh, his name might as well be... Uh, I'm going to die of cringe right now. Hard <laughs> swerve. Hard swerve. Can people just grow up? Might as well like, just stop acting so like you're in middle different. school. Yes, it says he's the oh. co-founder of the New Orleans Vampire Association. Said precautions need to be taken before lovers drink each other's blood. I wonder if so. Can you, if you're going to play somebody in a movie with clinical vampirism, do you have to be a real world? sufferer of clinical vampirism if we're to go by Do they the... consult on movies about vampires because otherwise they're really missing an opportunity that's, to get well, that's paid. Thing we talked about yesterday they're like, a trusted resource they obviously. were mad about uh, people with did being per- portrayed uh, dissociative identity disorder being portrayed a certain way in the movie split are they mad about how people with no, clinical you're misrepresenting you're... vampires how dare you yeah we check for diseases we do blood panels we check mm-hmm. we're not just they're responsible there, there are no upside down crosses or there's no pentagrams anywhere in our blood drinking. It's very healthy and very safe. It's uh, organic. Uh, though being in a monogamous relationship helps alleviate some risk, there is the potential for disease and bloodborne illness. Yeah, unless you know every person she's been with or every person he's been with and you know their entirety of their medical history, I would get it checked. That's all I'm saying. Or don't, just don't. drink each other's blood. The Transformers <laughs> alum did, cl- there they are just insulting huh. someone with a Transformers name again. Alum did clarify in Glamour that she and MGK only drink a few drops of blood, not full goblets like some might imagine, because that would be crazy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> are you kidding what me? What are we in Game of Thrones? Well, this isn't, what are we, nuts? <laughs> it's just a vial. It's just a little bit. It's like Billy, Billy Bob and, and Angelina Jolie all over we're again. We're r slash not like other couples. Yes. We're so fun and healthy and different. So it says, uh, like, not- you are... 35 you have multiple children what are you doing so the the leader of nova which is the the new orleans vampire association uh said that real blood drinkers are overly cautious he for example told tmz he got he got to know his donor for six months before drinking their blood and they still get tested every three months look just in case they've been two-timing with their blood that's how you know you're an authentic blood drinker if you're careful about it i'm thinking about the people like the the people like the women who become dominatrixes who have to like learn how to like like keep an eye on your pulse rate and stuff like that so they know when they're choking you or or beating you to keep you from like having a stroke uh that's what i as i feel like this is weird crap like that yeah we're getting into some strange territory i'm also i'm like dude Go with God, my friend. I don't care. If you want to drink each other's blood, go and do it. Are we this bored and like desperate to have attention? Cringy and desperate for attention that full grown adults are acting like this? I 
hates this. And I respect the libertarian instinct to be like, you do whatever you want to do in your yeah. car. Well, and I don't. I, I, but Stop. I, I'm, I'm not going to hurt my eyes. I'm not going to stand by it. Like, I don't like this. You could do it. I get that. But I don't have to support you or endorse well, it in any way. Va- vampires, Go donate blood. If you are a vampire watching the show, ignore my bigoted friends over here. I'm you. Uh, ignore Your my hobby sucks. I love garlic vampires. Stop <laughs> doing it on me. Okay, so it says, uh, <laughs> vampire urge, uh, urges caution over blood withdrawal. Safe, safe. Why are we indulging this man? <laughs> this vampire. And he's like, oh my gosh, guys, look, they call me a vampire. Safely ingesting your partner's blood is one thing, but Father Sebastian, <clears throat> the founder of El- of Endless Night Vampire Ball, said that he was concerned about Megan Fox's comment uh, regarding Machine Gun Kelly uh, being less controlled when he withdraws his blood. Remember, it was like he'd cut his chest and take my soul. Yeah, like he's... I'm an emo boy. Yeah, stop, bro. <laughs> He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic <laughs> where he's uh, willing to just cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. That was a red, like, he's literally throwing red flags at you. I cringed out. Like, so is, is this a personal offense? Like, if you're making me cringe, that is a crime. Father Sebastian cautioned that blood withdrawal should only be done through medical professionals uh, as the ritual of blood drinking. And then, then we get into healthcare inequality and cosplay oh as vampires gosh. are giving medical advice or like, no 2022. We could refrain from doing that. So uh, the takeaway here is that uh, <laughs> Friendly suggestion. you should watch Fast and the Furious movies and be very libertarian in your blood drinking policies uh, unless you're my friends here on the show who are, uh, I'm literally switching the camera to Hannah Clara. She I do not like it here today. I just have to say <laughs> I am having a not so today great time. Today weird. <laughs> I don't like these vibes. Meanwhile, today, like yesterday, that was me. And today I'm like, huh, this is hilarious. So. <laughs> I, I apologize. How the turntable. Yes, exactly. So, um, what? I didn't do it to make you mad. I, just... I downvote this whole experience <laughs> right now. Well, uh, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you so that you can they can complete they yeah. can tell you you were right this... about all of today's topics being horrible? No, I don't need public affirmation. I know I'm okay. Uh, no, I'm happy to hear from you. My, you can find me on Instagram at hannahclair.b. You can find me on Gab at hannahclairb. You can find me on Twitter at hcbrimo, and you can find me, of course, on timcast.com. Click on the read tab where she will write all sorts of anti-blood drinking articles. And anti-Fast and the Furious uh, propaganda. I really really know about the blood crisis shortage because I covered it for the site. That's a real thing. I would recommend drawing blood if you can, or donating blood if you can. And despite the fact that you are deliberately provoking me, I actually love report. I love... Who selects the article? Anyways, I'm not going to start with you. (laughs) As I was trying to say, I actually love recording with you guys. I'm so grateful you guys have me on all the time. And um, yeah, I'm excited that next week we're live. Our yes. live era. Should <laughs> I? So excited. I'm going to add um, vampires to the list of no goes for topics. We can talk about vampires, but I can make fun of people who think in any way they are vampires. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, thank you for bearing with me today. I, I appreciate your your candor. It's a testament to our friendship. Brett. Yes, it is. Uh, Mary, where did you? Uh, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you so that you can yes. complain to them about how bad vampires are and how bad <laughs> Fast and the Furious movies are? <laughs> sure. You can find me on Instagram at Closer Kitty. Please 
leave hate comments and hate DMs. And also, I'm officially requesting hate mail. Just send it my way. I want to hear what you have to say. It's hilarious to me. Please. What if they just mail you about, like, write you letters about things they hate? Not necessarily you, but just things they're opposed to in life. I mean, I'm open to that, too. That's interesting. We can, like, sound off. She's like, no, that's a waste of my time. I'm not asking was... for opposition mail. Yeah. I'm asking for hate. But I do want to argue. <laughs> she is very different from me. Like, I I'm over here like, you want to drink blood? Drink blood if you want to. If you think that shit is cool, DM me and I will mock you. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, guys, if you want to follow me and not argue about these things, you can do that on Instagram at Brett Dasovic for the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe, please, because again, we are going live next week on Monday, May 9th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Pop Culture Crisis will officially be live, uh, live full episodes as requested by people. They wanted the full episode. We're going to give you the full episode uh, and leave. Like, you OK over there? You okay yeah, okay uh leave <laughs> comments on all the videos like the videos we appreciate it very much we'll still be posting segments as well uh in the description box of all of them is a link to the spotify playlist if you prefer to listen to the podcast rather than watch the podcast you can follow us there we're on not just on spotify we're on amazon music apple podcast and on pandora we are also on social media we are on twitter at pop culture underscore show we are on instagram at pop culture crisis pod mary we'll look at your comments there as well yes, and I then will. you can follow us on facebook and on tiktok and make dane very happy over there it's at pop culture crisis we will be back with another episode tomorrow we'll see you then guys bye bye